welcome to episode 95, part 3 of Geeksters. I'm your host, Ed. I am still your host, Sean. And this last part, we bring you nerd news. Nerds in news. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, we, uh, well, not only do we bring nerd news, because people think, like, well, I don't want to listen to news. We talk um, the allure of a rock movie, you know, rock being in movies. Yeah. Um, then we, at some point, go down the deep, dark hole that is known as, I wish Eric was here to give it the technical term, basically finding animation chicks hot. <laughs> well, not really animation chicks, but just animation in general. Animation, yeah, characters and animation. <laughs> it starts with, uh, uh, I forget what, but... <laughs> <laughs> It's one of those, and it's also a little longer this episode because uh, I rambled. <laughs> it's my fault. I thought the stuff I had to say was important. That may not important, but it's funny. I thought it was funny. I laughed. And I got a good couple chuckles out of Ed. <laughs> Especially when it comes, it would actually start off because of the Pacific Rim cartoon. That's right. <laughs> and then I give my, uh, I guess um, I create a, I would say um, a hen, no, what's the Japanese uh, porn cartoons? Heiante? No. Uh, screw it, people. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Dirty cartoons that the Japanese do. Like the Japanese me- anime. Yes. Hentai. H-A-N-T-I. Yeah. Hentai, whatever the fuck it's called. <laughs> Sorry, I know I probably just insulted a whole entire culture by not knowing the technical term for it. <laughs> I apologize. <laughs> Stupid man over here on the microphone. <laughs> yep. You ever notice all the great leaders are just stupid men on mics? <laughs> <laughs> Count me with them. <laughs> <sighs> so, yeah. Um, so, enjoy this episode, and we'll be back to wrap it all up for you as a nice, cute little boat. And we're back. You're listening to Geeksters Live on AquanetRadio.com iTunes Radio, tuned in, and iHeartRadio. Just search for Aquanet Radio on those apps. So, welcome back to the show. And it is that time for what we like to call Ed's Shining Moment, the <laughs> Nerd News. <laughs> After that intro, I don't know if Alvin is going to be. Better live up to it, buddy. <laughs> I'm sorry, buddy. <laughs> I'm apologizing now. <laughs> I, I, I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> okay, what's the first article? Mark Warburg going to be the new six million dollar man? I'm a cyborg. <laughs> <laughs> I could see that. Yeah, of course, with his recent hit <laughs> <laughs> using uh, I, let's air quotes. I mean, it may not Very be loosely defined. Well, I mean, okay, let's face it. It may not be a critical success, right? But financially, it's a hit. Yeah, as as of this earlier this week, Transformers made 174 million dollars domestically and over a quarter, over a half a mil, half a billion dollars uh, worldwide. That's billion with a B, folks. That's just right. You couldn't get that. <laughs> <laughs> you all should be ashamed as, of yourself. As, 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 I'm, as I'm like, but Clint, that actually that made that much money. Sure. <laughs> well, I mean, with the whole th- 3D IMAX, you know, you're looking at 20 bucks a pop for a ticket. Yeah. So yeah, you know. So okay, so they're they're thinking about tapping him for right, and of course you know they're they're looking for other franchises to bring capitalize about. on right, yeah. yeah so since Transformers is a big hit, they figured so six million dollar man is the next 
idea that they're coming working with. They've been trying to get a six million dollar man movie off for a while. I yes. mean, at one point it was supposed to be a comedy with Jim Carrey. No. Um, they could have worked as a comedy. Um, you know, especially know. especially if it was in like the vein of Starsky and Hutch, mm-hmm. like stuck in the seventies, and it was like, yeah okay, you know, like almost like an Austin Powers kind of feel yeah. to it. It could have worked, but yeah. uh, and then Kevin Smith wrote a script for a six million dollar man that they did they passed on, but Dynamite Comics turned into one of their comic books. Mm-hmm. It was really good. I mean, it was really good. Had the Bionic Woman in it. Had you know, like other other cyborgs. It was really, really like, yeah. It was good. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, but if they're going to try to take the realistic approach, you know, let's, let's face it, six million dollars ain't going to buy you a lot in the form of bionics. <laughs> you know, that's why I think it probably worked better as a seventies comedy. Yeah. Because six million dollars, you could have gotten away with two legs, an arm, and an eye. Yeah. You know. Nowadays, you get a nostril. Yeah, for six million dollars <laughs> today, for that kind of technology, it would probably be like you might as well just change it to the six billion dollar man. Yeah, yeah. You know, like yeah. you know, let's let's be honest. Let's just up that ante. And of course, it's not confirmed that he is going <clears throat> to do the movie because right now he's actually busy working, finishing up work on Ted Two. Yeah, the sequel of that great movie. I heard a rumor that Ted accidentally kills Mila Kunis's character in like the first five minutes of that movie, <laughs> and I'm like, no. <laughs> I mean, I love Ted, but you know, part of the reason is because of Ted, and the other part is Mila. You know, yeah, it's just like I would rather watch an hour and a half of her just reading the phone book. <laughs> She's number two on my list. Number two was number one again. Uh, pff, come on, Angelina Jolie. <laughs> right. Like, sure. you, just, you just gotta throw. It. I, I think I'm required by law now to just mention your name once every show. <laughs> <That's right>. <laughs> <laughs> Angelina Jolie. Good night, everybody. <laughs> Do you have like a freebie five? Uh, what now? <laughs> a freebie five. Like, if you met that person and like a, a famous person, yeah, that your wife would kind of let you go. Oh, uh, go like a pass. Yeah, like a pass. You get a free pass because. We never really discussed it, so I'm going to say uh, no. Translation, it's afraid to discuss it. <laughs> My... Yeah, because I know all the hot stars want this. <laughs> you never know. One drunken night, try to break yeah, from the I, norm. They'd have to squint really hard. <laughs> a break from the norm. Like, you know what? I've been with You're Bob. just such a nice, normal guy. It's so nice to have somebody who's... Not just one of these crazy Hollywood types he, with their six-pack abs and their tan and their veneer teeth. No, it's what do you call it? It's just, it's, look, when I buy a steak, I don't want just a bone. I got to have some meat on it. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm okay with you being a little chunky. My little chunky monkey. <laughs> I'm a little fatty. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's true. If you got a tool like that, you got to build a shed over it. <laughs> Why have a six-pack when you can work with a keg? (laughs) (laughs) You get more of that. (laughs) Wink, wink, not judge. A six-pack's all fine and dandy, but with a keg, the party's really getting started. (laughs) What? (laughs) (laughs) Um, My girl and I haven't really discussed it, but she knows I have a complete infatuation with Angelina Jolie. So I think everybody on the face of the planet knows this, Sean. This is not a secret. She probably knows now. Yeah, like right now, she's got like this little. Every time I mention Angelina Jolie, an angel gets its wings, (laughs) (laughs) or a foreign a foreign kid gets adopted. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm doing the world. I'm making the world a better place by mentioning her name. Yeah. 
But my, my girl kind of, she's like, look, I think it's perfectly normal and natural for you to have this complete uh, fascination with Angelina Jolie. Because I know you're never going to get her. <laughs> you know, because if the odds of you meeting her are astronomical. But I think she'd give me a free pass if, if I did. Okay. I'll double check when I talk to her tonight. Like, hey, baby. <laughs> Not I, a fucking chance. No, she'd be like, uh, well, okay. but Because she would go, I can understand. And you know, if I have the opportunity to be with Angelina Jolie, I'm taking an opportunity. And I'd be like... I'm okay with that. <laughs> you know? Can I watch? No. Just take a few pictures. Take a few selfies. That's all I'm asking. Yeah, I'm like, come on. Come work with me, baby. I'll be a cuckold for that moment. <laughs> and she'll make you cry. <laughs> While well, hold liquid in my anus. <laughs> Yeah, you're crying ten, because you're ten holding the jacks. <laughs> Not three, ten. Baby, I can't even do one. <laughs> do it. <laughs> Get out. You see nothing. <laughs> one, the two guys two. run over and start jerking off on you. <laughs> we call this hot glue. <laughs> Sorry. All right. So, um, okay. I, I mean, all right. Can you see Mark Borgberg in the Six Million Dollar Man? Sure. You know what? Um, Lee Majors barely did it himself. I mean, he wasn't really. I would. I mean, as handsome of a man as Lee Major was, he wasn't. I wouldn't say in the peak physical condition. Right. You know, at least Wahlberg's got some muscle to him. Yeah. You know, so okay, fine. Would I see it again? I don't know because I was a fan of the original TV show. I have one DVD, mm. so it's kind of like. Yeah, right. I'd be maybe more curious to see if they bring in Jamie Summers as a as like who's playing Jamie Summers if they're going to introduce her in, ah, in the movie yeah, too. Okay. Because eventually, if Six Million Dollar Man's a hit, they're going to try to make a Bionic Woman movie. Yeah, mm-hmm. it would be because re- it's a franchise. Let's face yeah. it. Yeah, the TV show didn't work, but you could maybe bring in the movies and have like a Six Million Dollar Man, a Bionic Woman movie, and then do the. Th- Finish no, they, it up. They a did, trilogy. I know you don't already know this, but they already did remake the Bionic Woman TV yeah. show. Yeah. That lasted... That's what I said. That's the one that didn't last. Right. That's why I said they did do Bionic Woman as a remake. Oh, I didn't hear the remake. But I didn't say it because I figured most of the people in the audience would go, yeah, I remember that shitty show. It lasted like six episodes and it was done. Yeah. Yeah. They'd probably bring that back. Um, and then she didn't have a dollar amount because she was in car accident. Mm-hmm. That's why she was called the Bionic Woman. But I remember having Katie Sackhoff in it. Yeah. She was a brunette in that movie. She was the the evil bionic chick. Yeah. So, I mean, all right. I mean, but with a movie, with a movie franchise, you do the Six Million Dollar Man, do the Bionic Woman, and for like to round out the trilogy, the two of them together in a movie. Okay. You know, and then maybe work a franchise into that. As long as, you know, the only requirement I would want in those movies is the that's it I don't care if it's a comedy or if it's an action just every time he does something bionic go come on well I remember they did a it was like in the 80s I think it was they did like a bionic and uh, bionic man and woman movie like TV movie yeah well that's how they introduced because the son Okay, I don't remember the sun part. Right. Well, there was a... Oh, well, you know what? You're right, because they they did do... They did... A, since I have them on DVD, they did do a bunch of TV movies with the Bionic Man. Yeah. And then they eventually became into a series. Last, I think, like four or five seasons, I think. Yeah. But during that time, they introduced the Bionic Woman, and then it was like... They were both kind of over just early in the 80s, 
But then, like, five years later, they did a TV movie with the two of them. Yeah. The kind of, like, not button the series, but kind of going, hey, in case you're ever wondering, these two big hit TV shows, let's see what they're doing now. <laughs> oh, look, a kid. Yeah. You know, like... <laughs> I just remember because the two of them are running. It's like, you know, they're yeah. doing that. And then he does it. It's like, and he's like really fast. They do the, the streak uh, as he's running. And they're like, it's just so hilarious to watch because they always did the slow-mo. Yeah. Well, yeah. That, yeah. Well, I mean, now with technology today, you figure like how they did with Smallville. Every time he ran, it was like that blur. Yeah. You could kind of do that or like him running and see everything like how they did Quicksilver. Mm-hmm. You know? Okay, Victor. Landing rocket arm switch is on. Circuit breakers in. We have separation. We have separation. I've got a blowout. Stay for three. Get your pitch to zero. Come on. He's breaking up. He's breaking up. Come on. Look out. No, Steve Austin. No. Gentlemen, we can rebuild him. We have the technology. See, now, right there, if this was a comedy, we have the technology. I could definitely see Jim Carrey hunched over and doing the ass thing. <laughs> <laughs> see? We can't rebuild him. I am the $6 million man. His bionic butthole. Yeah, you know, and he just, him just bent over going, no, 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 See? I should, I should write that. Yeah, right. to make the world's first bionic man. It's called a vibrator. He's got the arms, he's got the legs, they give him a new eye. Yeah! Come on! Come with us! Come on! Did you see Chip Carey running really fast? Come on! And his face is so rubbery, you can have his cheeks go wobble, 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 wobble. I am a bad man! I'm more entertained by the, the movements you're doing. <laughs> Like, ooh, bionics. Ooh, and I. And it's like all jamming. He's like, yeah! Look, instead of kicking the door. And then running slow motion. No, 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 Mm-hmm. And he does like the whole like two. Well, I'm saying to do that. <laughs> does the two legged kick into a body, yeah. but then falls to the ground. I'm sitting there going, "Wait, you have the speed and agility of a bionic man. You couldn't kick somebody and then quick turn your feet like right away, like or at least kind yeah. of do like a na 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 rock backflip kind of thing. Yeah. Or he flips up, yeah, like or just with one. Like you don't need both legs. One leg, I'm sure, would go right through that guy. <laughs> what I liked about the comic book that Kevin Smith did, well, the script, mm-hmm. he actually was able to work out, because to him it was the same thing, that no, 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 no. It is the defining sound of the show. Mm-hmm. Without that sound, without that sound, you, it's not the $6 million man. Yeah. So in the script that he wrote, he's like, 
that noise is actually the bionics working. Okay. That's the electronics of the bionics. Mm -hmm. So even though people might not hear it, Steve Austin hears it in his mm -hmm. head. Yeah. Because that's how he knows his, his systems are working. It's yeah. that no, 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 no. So I was like, oh, all right. Nice. You know, as long as we heard it as an audience member. Yeah. And, like it wasn't something that was produced like I'm here, I am running. You just hear no, 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 you know? <laughs> here comes Steve. Oh, it's that Austin fellow. I hear he's Put coming. Put on a sandwich. He's he's going to be hungry. He's coming quickly. That's what she said. I'm going to come. See the top of her head explode. <laughs> <laughs> your next article i mean so yeah back to the news article i don't care as long as the movie's good i mean let's face it people watch anything if it's got special effects and explosions by apparently the new transformers movie yes. you know i'm a transformer i'm a bionic man what do you mean i have no legs what do you mean i have bionics what no sorry good <laughs> what's your next article Arrow targets Brandon Roth to play a major DC Comics superhero in season three. Yes, yeah. <laughs> what? We just throw these away. Go ahead. Well, I mean, the, the whole meat of it, don't bury a lead. Who is he? He's going to attack. I was going to get to. I was teasing a little bit. Uh, you know, you That's me? not how you tease. Uh, you tease, go, hey, guess who they're bringing into. Uh, the Arrow, Arrow Season 3. Guess. <laughs> who? They're bringing the Adam in. No way. Yeah, guess who they got to play him? I don't know who. Superman himself, Brandon Ruth. Get out. Uh, it says so right here in this article. <laughs> <laughs> I, all right. Um, I like him as an actor. To be honest, I didn't think he was a bad Superman. Yeah. I thought everything around him was a bad movie. Right. right. But for him as being a Superman, like he had the look, he had the mannerisms, he was very... Christopher Reeve-ish. Yes, yeah. 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 I, I just kind of like felt like, all right, there's a good representation of Christopher Reeve in a completely different body. I thought he was fucking phenomenal in uh, Scott Pilgrim versus, uh, the, versus the World. Yeah. You know, he was really great in that. Yeah. He was super funny in Zack and Miri Make a Porno. I didn't see that one. Okay, I wish I did. It's I pretty funny. It. He plays Justin Long's husband. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> or wife, I think it is. Um, so, but it's very, he's very funny. And, and, you know, I think he's a decent actor. Yeah. So, I mean, all right, good. Nice to see him getting a job. Yeah. It's going to be Ray Palmer, a.k.a. A a a a DC Superhero, The Adam, as, as you already mentioned. Yeah. And he's going to work in the uh, science division in um, Queen Consolidated. So he's going to... All right. So it's going to be a lot of that. So you're going to see him like a lot, not just like... Well, I mean, yeah, I, mean, I think you kind of get the whole... I mean, you might not see him as the Adam, mm -hmm. but it's, it's one of those things where like you see the character and you know eventually at some point he's going to become the Adam, maybe as a season finale, maybe mid-season kind of break kind of thing, or maybe not at all. Just knowing that he's there kind of as a fan of the DC Universe and on television, mm -hmm. it does as a nerd make me kind of go... That's going to be cool because you already know you have the 
the foresight to know of who he eventually becomes. Right. You know? Yeah, all right, so what's next? <laughs> uh, along the signs of uh, comic books, X-Men Days of Future Past director's cut confirmed for later this year. Uh, they have to do something. Anna, <laughs> well, Anna Paquin, who played Rogue in this, she in had movie, a bigger part, right? She had a bigger part, and she was cut in the original theatrical release that we saw. That there was a lot more to it, so they wanted to put that back into the movie to give you what they really wanted to show you. Well, yeah, and when you have a star like Anna Paquin, who's real—I mean, let's face it, she doesn't need Rogue. Yeah, yeah. You know, so you were lucky enough to be able to get her during her time. F- off from doing True Blood, mm-hmm. you having a baby too, twins. I think. Mm. Wow. You know, I think you might want to Google yeah, that. Yeah, let me find Because I think her and, and her husband, the guy who plays Bill Compton in True Blood, they met and fell in love. I think they have twins. Okay. I think she just gave me. She gave birth during the time at one point. Right. Yeah. She. Um. Let's see. They were actually born preemie. Uh, come on, close that. Fucking Could say they arrived. On, they arrived a little early. Here we go. Right. Um. Okay, so they have uh, twins, Charlie and Poppy. They're they're actually a year old. Um, right, which would make sense because um, even though Days of Future Past came out this year, mm-hmm. you still need the time to do the special effects. So the movie was probably filmed last year. Yeah, you know, at some point. And so um, they were they were only born a few weeks early. It says. Mm-hmm. Um, they da, 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 da. okay. They were worried constantly about the health of their children after the premature birth, um, and it said they're doing good. So yay! All right. Yeah. So um. So yeah. So to get her initially was going to be a, a daunting task, but she was like, you know what? Fine. Fuck it. I'm going to be rogue. I mean, why not? It is. It is. Um. Even though she was a movie star again, for a time she was the youngest actress to be um nominated for an Oscar. Mm-hmm. So she had a nice buzz, but I think X-Men really kind of projected a lot of those people into a bigger limelight than they could have been if they said no to X-Men. Right. Some of them. Halle Berry was already a star. Patrick Stewart, Ian McKellen were already stars. Everybody else were kind of... I mean, Femke Jensen had her... You know, she had... She wasn't a huge star, but she had enough of of heat to kind of go, I like her. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So... Anna Paquin and Hugh Jackman. Hugh Jackman was a nobody before that movie. Right. Yeah. Right, so, yeah. I mean, it kind of, to get her to come back is like, all right. And then, to unfortunately, have to cut her because of time. You know, it seemed to be like her plot was more fluff, kind of like maybe you saw her in the beginning of the movie and in, at the end of the movie. Mm-hmm. I don't know. She would have been too young in the time frame right. of where the movie took place. Right. So, I don't think that she would be like um, a big portion, but you know what? You got her stuff. Let's put it all together. Let's right. get because the movie was I think like two and a half hours to start off with. Yeah, yeah. So it probably if you threw that extra stuff in, it might go to like two hours and forty five minutes. Yeah, maybe three hours, which is fine. It maybe make the movie a little bit better. I mean, I enjoyed it, but I wasn't like, oh my god, how awesome was that? Right, right. It wasn't mind blowing. <clears throat> right, it was like your standard. It was like all right. I kind of felt like it was just another like if you were a fan of the comic book, just grabbing an article, grabbing a comic book, going. Okay, I read that, and now I'm ready for the next one. Yeah. Like, there was nothing there everlasting for me. Yeah. So, all right, so yay. Yeah. I'll probably still buy it when it comes out. Oh, I'm, Just I'm to, definitely going to buy it. Yeah, because yeah. I have all the other movies, so. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, yeah, that's why I look at it. I'm like, what kind of special edition, what kind of special features are we having? You okay? You right there? Yeah, yeah. You get freaked out. <laughs> <laughs> 
Let's just move on. All right. <laughs> Something touched his arm and he thought it was a spider. It, it was a pen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God, Ink. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Just, just focus on the show. Focus on the show. Focus on the show. And now he's sitting there thinking, guys, knock it off. Stop. Stop. Stop putting all the attention on me. I know I jumped. Shut the fuck up. I don't like being in the limelight, even though I'm a radio personality. I don't like being in the limelight. I'm going to have just know my voice and not my antics. He's trying to figure out how he can get outside the slash our tires right now. <laughs> all right. So what's the next news? Sorry. My mouth is not working today. He's getting over the fear. It's the adrenaline rush, the fear of the pen touching your skin. Do you need can a make, second? Can make a man kind of like all kind of twitchy. <laughs> Would you like me to read the headline? Yes, can you compose before? <laughs> Kevin Smith says the Weinsteins passed on Clerks 3 reveals plans for a Tusk spinoff. Ah. All right. I, got, I heard part of it. I mean... Yeah. Only from from the past, like people who might not know, them passing on the wine, Weinstein's passing on Clerks Three is actually a good thing. Yeah, mm. because he kind of was hoping that like he he kind of wanted to have it come out. I think like early next year because it would coincide with like the 30th anniversary of Clerks. Mm-hmm. But he, you know, because but there was a problem with Clerks Two as far as everyone getting paid. Okay. You know, like there was people who. Because it's not, it was it was like a three million dollar movie. I think mm-hmm. they they used to make the movie. Mm-hmm. Okay, I think um, a lot of people agreed to get paid after, right? You know, and the under contract if the movie didn't make a certain amount of money, they would not get paid. Ah, oh. and the movie so they had to actually the movie made that money and more, mm-hmm. and the, it's like the the bookkeeping departments in the you know back in the wine scenes company was like we don't know what you're talking about so kevin was gonna like and this is all documented in kevin's podcast and stuff he did say that he was gonna let go but in order to do clark's three a lot of the cast like um guy who plays randall kind of he was more like look if we're gonna do a third one we really should get paid for the second one first right mm-hmm. so that would require them to, get, to audit the weinstein corporation mm-hmm which is, you know, it doesn't sound as horrible as it is because Kevin's like, oh, this happens more often than not in the mm-hmm. movie industry, especially when it comes to like, you have, like, for example, they say that that whoever the distributor of Transformers, kind of good question, right? <laughs> um, they were supposedly if they didn't hit a million dollar opening weekend, people were getting fired, right? So they technically the movie. Rumor has the movie only made ninety-seven and a half million dollars opening weekend, but they inflated the they inflated it up to a hundred million dollars for two reasons: one to say it was the first hundred million dollar opening weekend for the summer, yeah. and two to save people's jobs. Okay. So now whether that's true or not, I don't know. But a lot of that back back end deals kind of do have to get. It's more of a a process, not a punishment, right? Kind of thing. <clears throat> so he did say that you know the Weinstein since they own Clerks, they don't own James Silent Bob. Okay. They own Clerks, but in order to make a, another Clerks, they, the Weinstein's would have to okay it. And if they say yes, then they have to submit a, um, a budget and you know basically all the other stuff that gets involved in making a movie. Right. He said on the better end, the Weinstein's if they if they say no, he has other plans on how to bring up to, how to finance the movie. Which 
part of it, he was actually going to do a Kickstarter program for, uh, I think it was Red State. Okay. And he bailed on it because someone actually, because this is one of those cases where somebody, an internet troll basically went, oh, what, you don't have enough money to make it for your own? You got to you know, ask for it. And that kind of made him kind of reluctant to kind of do it that way. Yeah. But then fast forward a few years later, Veronica Mars makes mm-hmm. $2 million by people going, fuck yeah, I'd see that movie. Here's money. Yeah, right. You know. The distributor, by the way, was Paramount and DreamWorks. Paramount DreamWorks. Yeah. They said if they didn't hit $100 million, people were getting fired. Wow. So... I mean, so the wine scene's passing is actually a good thing because it puts, it now means that it's the control of the movie's back in Kevin's hands and not, mm-hmm. he has the power to hire who he wants to do it, where he wants to do it. It's not, you're not restricted under a major corporation. He can kind of do it on his own. Right. Mm-hmm. So in a true independent spirit. Now, would you see a Clark's story? Sure. Oh, yeah. I thought Clark's 2 was a phenomenal movie. And. As a person who's been a fan of of Kevin's work since day one, mm-hmm. it would be interesting to see because like Clerks was about these guys in their twenties, Clerks Two was about these people in their thirties. How are these guys now, ten years later? Like, it, you know, like I'm not saying like I want to see what happens to Randall and Dante in their sixties. Yeah. I don't think it's going to happen. But I think after forty, I yeah. think like that's where you kind of where most people kind of taper off on who they're going to be for the rest of their life. Right. Like, in your 20s, you could be the angry young people that, man, fuck the system, blah, blah, blah. You could be all emo and shit. Yeah. And then when you're in your 30s, you kind of realize that that sensibility of your 20s can't really apply if you want to think longevity. Right. And then, which in the end of Kirk's 2, they wind up buying the, the, spoiler, they wind up buying the quick stop. Yeah. You know, so now now they're business owners. So let's say... 10 years from now, or, you know, maybe 15 years at this point, who knows, because Kevin's got, you know, he just finished Tusk. This Tusk spinoff, I don't know what it is, it's about yet because I haven't seen him. He's doing a couple of things that are smycast related mm-hmm. as far as creating movies based on st- topics from the podcasts. But I would be interested to see, like, what's going on, Randall and Dante in their 40s? Like, is Dante still with Rosario Dawson's character? Because now he's a father. They're supposed to be married, you know, at the end right. of that. Does, is, is like, will Randall ever fall in love and find himself a decent woman that can put up with his shit? Right. You know, like, at some point, you kind of hope that there's like that part of you that kind of goes, does Randall grow up or does he stay the same? Like, you know, like, is he is he doomed to be that kind of a guy for the rest of his life? Or is there a defining moment where he kind of goes, maybe I need to stop or doing what I do, or maybe you know, like, you know, because there's a couple of you know, like, romantic moments in Clark's too, yeah, where you kind of look like this is who he is. You accept him for who he is, and you love his character, but maybe he just needs a little bit of growth, right? You know, just a little bit more. If not, I'm perfectly okay with that too. Mm-hmm. But I think that you know, I think. Kev wants to kind of make it like a Clerks trilogy and right. be able to kind of finish up and go, this is who these guys are going to be for the rest of their lives. And I think that with being away from the Weinsteins, I think that it'll, it'll help him in the creative process to be able to finish off that story the way mm-hmm. he want, intends it to be. Right. Oh, look at me. I almost sounded serious. Yeah, I'm like, wow. So oh, proud of you. Holy man. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Wait. What did I miss? <laughs> I blacked out there for a moment. I was like, what? So, I mean, is there anything about the, the Tusk spinoff? Uh, no, that the, he's working on it. That's basically it. I mean, and... he's working on He's got, he's 
what he's working on now is after Tusk, he said he wanted to do um, a musical called The Crapture, but it was, that changed. Right. Then there's a um, a Christmas movie that he wants to make, Crumpus, <laughs> which he had to uh, which he had to change the name because there's another movie with that same name coming out soon. Right. Um, so, I mean, he's got, like, a lot of stuff in the works. Yeah. I mean, from, from, they were also joking about yo- uh, Yoga Hosers. I don't know. Yoga Hosers is the next one after Tusk. Oh, they are actually making Yeah, he's that. making okay. that one. He's He wrote the script, and it's, it's kind of, it's funny. You know, yeah. he likes it. But, again, it's it's Tusk, though. He just released the, the poster for it, which looks beautiful, by the way. It's kind of very, I'm going to say, um, Tim Burton-esque. Yeah, that's what Tim I Burton-esque yeah, and yeah. Nightmare Before Christmas look to it. Yeah. It looked beautiful. I was like, I would gladly have that proudly hanging on my wall because it's beautiful. Creepy. It's creepily, gothically beautiful. Right. This is the best way I can put it. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, um, he says that movie's littered with people who have, because it's, it's littered with Smycast, Hollywood Babylon references and jokes. You know, so like if you're a fan of the Smycast network and you listen to the majority of their shows, he said you're going to get every those inside jokes, those Easter eggs that somebody else who might appreciate the movie as its own, but as a real fan, I put a lot of shit in there for you guys. Uh, that you're just going to get to go, oh my God, that's hysterical, and people are going to be like, why? You know? That yeah. So I'm looking forward to it, and that's it in major theaters, I think, later this year. Oh, cool. So I know you're going to have a review from me, at least, even I'm going to sit in a theater by myself. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, I mean, I just I just saw in the article that uh, the, the film... Uh, Clark Steel only made was a five million dollar budget. Five million dollar budget, okay. And it made twenty four million domestically and only twenty six globally. Still made money, yeah. Like that's you know Kevin's always been um, he's always been willing to admit that he's a thirty million dollar box office opener. Yeah, he never really breaks a thirty million dollar mark. Where the majority of the money is made for Kevin Smith movies is in the DVD Blu Ray sales. Yeah, because he he's one of those people because he loves the medium so much he throws. As much stuff in it as possible. Mm-hmm. Like I picked up, you know, Clerks Two, and Clerks Two alone has like three commentaries. One being a commentary that was supposed to be done on, you know, that was done for people to listen to the podcast as you're watching the actual movie. Mm-hmm. Like it was like uh, it was like people listening to headphones, listening to their podcast as they're watching Clerks Two. To kind of like, okay. and it was just it's jokes and you know, kind of like you know, just goofy stuff. Just, right. They're just doing a podcast kind of thing. But it would have been it would have been interesting. But the um, the theaters didn't want that because again, you know, we want you to experience the movie. If you're listening mm-hmm. to something, you're laughing at something on there, and not laughing. Like it, right? People were saying it would it would ruin the experience. I don't know. It might have enhanced it. It might have made it better. It might have made it worse. Who knows? But I mean, at home. Well, thank- I mean, I think that would be be like you would have to do the whole audience. Listening in on, right. the, on, the, mm-hmm. on the podcast because if you're watching the movie and somebody's in the background, <laughs> right? <laughs> and it's like a serious moment, or you know, like, right? Which like is, that touching tear moment of when yeah. he's yeah. giving the speech at the end of the yes. jail, and you're like, which again uh, on Blu-ray you can listen to it freely, yeah. yeah. Time and then there's like a 90 minute documentary on making the movie. Like he really packs up. Like they're almost bulging. It, every disc has always been like a two disc thing. Right. So I mean, I'm always like, go out get. I'm always a big pusher of special editions and special features. If it's got Kevin's name on it, it's going to be a good DVD purchase. Oh, look at me plug that. All right. Hashtag Kevin Smith. Tom Geeks Ascension. What? what? Sorry. All right, what's next? How about this one for size? I know Erica will enjoy this one. Why? Because it's about size? <laughs> <laughs> 
The first Chromebook with a real processor is here. Too wow. late. It's almost like a real computer. <laughs> Too late. Acer is coming out with the C720. It's <laughs> now available with a 1.7 gigahertz core i3 processor with 2 gigs of RAM. For $349.99. Or you get the 4 gig of RAM for $379.99. Wow. Both have 32 gigs of internal storage. Wow. Oh, my God. 32 gigs. That's wow. It's like 1987 all over again. Wow. Nah, 1987 was 10 megs. Yeah, you're looking at That's probably like mid to late 90s. Yeah, yeah still Ask me how I know that. Ask me how. How do you old? know that, Ed? Because we have an old computer that used to run machines in, in our shop. Uh-huh. It was an old 8088, and it blew up. So I have to get data. I had to get a data recovery on it, and I pull out the hard drive and it had 1987 on it. It was a 10 <laughs> meg hard drive. Wow! <laughs> so there you go. Back then, it was like wow. Did it? Did it literally blow up? Yeah. Or figure? Okay. Yeah, it literally did. <laughs> that literally did. Yeah. yeah. Got to do the whole like you know with the fire extinguisher and everything. It was awesome. Yeah, it was. What did you? She doesn't believe you. No, I believe you. So overheating. So yay on the one day it'll be a real computer. Yay! It's the Chromebook that wants to be a a, a big boy. That's right. It's the Pinocchio of laptops. Nice. All right. So what else you got? How about mind control app that lets you snap photos with Google Glass just by focusing. I see. Okay, I, I don't know. I mean, it's, it's a neat idea. Mm-hmm. Like, does it give you any kind of like, well? It's, it's a new app called Mine RDR, which allows you to snap photos and post them to Facebook, um, and then basically, or through Twitter, you know, the ma- all the major you know right. accounts basically, and uh, just basically by like mind, like a a mind chip. Not in your brain, but like you a know, mind chip. <laughs> that technical term. <laughs> it's a chip for your mind. Oh, I'm, I'm the three hundred dollar price doesn't that, include blame. That, well, brain the chip will probably notice when you're focused. Yeah, when you focus yeah. on something, and then you, you move your eye to the like Facebook connector, it automatically will will pop will like a place it there on your account. I mean, it's like I said, it's cool. Yeah. Okay, it's a little fucking dangerous. How's it dangerous? Okay, number one, I wear glasses. Yeah. Okay, so unless they come in prescription glasses, they do. I, okay, well then maybe I get one. But here, what if I'm looking at some chick's ass? <laughs> all right, that's it. That's all I was thinking about. I was like, I mean, what if you're watching something and it accidentally clicks and you're not? Supposed I mean, to like you're watching if... porn and all of a sudden well, you're accidentally uploading screenshots to your yeah, Facebook or just, account. Just generally, like, let's say you have the. Let's say you are a photographer and you're walking down Times Square. Yeah, and you have the Google Glass on and you're taking shots of scaffolding. Or the, 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 the skyline. Yeah. And some chick walks up, and she's got, like, a low-cut top or something on. Okay. And you quickly glance, at, and you, like, for that moment, you focus in on her cleavage or whatnot, and it takes a picture and it uploads. Right. You know, like, or, I mean, okay, maybe not necessarily, it shouldn't have to, I kind of tend to think that I hope that the Google Glass has that feature where it doesn't automatically upload. That there is an option to mm-hmm. kind of are you, upload. Like, are you sure you want to upload this? Yes, it's like one of those things where you actually have to kind of move your eyes around to a certain circular yeah. pattern where it gives you the option. And I would see what your eyes look after a while because they're just 
moving your eyes like back well, okay. and forth. Well, like let's a, go back even further. Like a tennis match. Do, 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 do. You're like back when I was growing up. All right. If you saw a person talking to themselves walking down the street, you just automatically assumed that they were crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Now, because of the Bluetooth, if they're walking away, you don't see the little Bluetooth device, you still think they're fucking crazy, or they're talking to you. Right. And you kind of go, huh? Oh, and they give you that dirty look, like, fuck you, why you, I'm not talking to you. Right. Well, douchebag, I didn't see the blue little light inside of your head. You know, so, now I have to worry about people walking towards me with their eyes twitching, mouths moving. No! <laughs> I, mean, I mean, I guess it's just a casual observer of, of like, day-to-day device. You're going to work. You're getting your latte, and there is a you know beautiful woman, and you focus in on her, and you go click, shit, my wife is going to kill me, or <laughs> hey look, there's the you know uh, uh, the college volleyball team in their shorts walking by, you know. Holy mackerel, look at those tight buns. Click, 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 click. <laughs> God damn it, Google Voice. I said, look, not photograph. Yeah. <laughs> I mean. Or, or, like, he could be even, like, a, a homosexual guy. And he, you know, girl walks, bouncing breast, and he looks because, you know, your eye catches the movement. He gets eye. home and his husband's like, yeah. You said you were gay! I love how Ed wants to make sure the playing field's all level. It's not just men Googling women. I'm oh. not familiar. You're going, you added the gay element. I'm very proud of you, Ed, to make sure that everyone's offended. <laughs> <laughs> Did you get that? I was just, right. just saying, you know, like as a gay, ma- a gay man, could, you know, we watching another dude walk by, you know? Yeah. Oh, look, the men's volleyball team's walking by. Look at those bulges. <laughs> you know, kind of like, yeah. click, 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 click. You know, just, I don't know. I mean, it seems kind of cool, but. Somehow, somehow, I think the dude's partner would be more worried about the boobs. Yeah, I mean, yeah, obviously. Uh, maybe, maybe not. Why are you looking at her boobs? Or some? No, I, I think most gay guys are okay with the female body going. Look at those hooters. Can I touch them? Honka honka. They get away with more, way more sexist shit I've than never, males do. I've never had anybody ask me that. Well, I mean, like gay men, I've never had a gay. I've had them compliment me, but I've never had them be like, "Can I touch them?" Well, I, I think that depends on your level of friendship with the gay guy. No, I'm. I'm very good friends. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you know, I don't see random. My hetero guys. friends, on the other hand, are like, "Can I touch them?" <laughs> you know, I mean, just like, I, I good for the technology. You know what's the next? way she said it was just like, yeah. "Can I touch them?" All right, there. I want to jump back to the one where you skipped over the, the Shazam DC movie confirmation. Yeah. With the Rock, Dwayne Johnson as Black yeah, Adam. You know, I I I I reread that and I'm like, you know what? It's not real. I. You, know. you don't think it's a real? No. You still think it's a rumor? Yeah. I, you know, I kind of tend to agree because Rock's usually pretty open about his next movie roles. Right. So I think that if he was announced as Black Adam or Lobo or John Stewart, he would definitely be like, "Dude, guess what?" He's right. Always... Because he tweeted. I mean, he did tweet the thing. He says like, "I heard Black Adam considered for the role, granted, but I, I like the guys." So basically, he likes Black Adam. But it's not confirming that he is Black Right, Adam. he said That's growing up, his favorite characters were, you know, um, Green Lantern, Black Adam are my favorite superheroes, but GL's already been made and stamped. So that means, as far as he's concerned, sounds like, as far as he's concerned, Jon Stewart might appear somewhere in the, in the DC, Mar- DC universe. I mean, yeah, okay, granted, Hal Jordan yeah. was mentioned, but not Jon Stewart. Stewart right. He's a completely different guy, so maybe there is a... I hope. He, Maybe he did kind of let out, like, maybe like a semi-spoiler. Um, I mean, considering how Jordan's also going to appear in Arrow, 
Yeah. yeah there so, is an IMDb page for Shazam. Right. It's listed for 2016. And he... Um, and they... Because they did announce that they were doing a Shazam yeah, movie. But right now... Um, Rumored. The information... Well, it's categorized as in development. Yeah. Yeah. And all the actual data uh, yeah, for it yeah. is... Um, you have to pay to get the data. And I'm like... Yeah, right. I'm cheap. Yeah. No. <laughs> all right. Yeah, because I did look that up. The page yeah. up. And I just saw that. And I'm like... If they would... It would say... Rock rumored, you know, as as yeah. I, I said, I mean, I would like to see him. See, the problem is, I think there's like he's. I love him. No matter what he's in, I'll see it. Yeah, because I like him. He's very charismatic. He, I enjoy his movies. He's definitely like the action hero of today's generation. He would be if this was the '80s. He'd be right up there with Schwarzenegger, Stallone, even you know, Dirty Harry. Mm-hmm. Like he could pull off, you know, Van Damme. Yeah. Steven Seagal, those kind of movies, those actual, and I'm saying that genre of film oh, where right. it's, you know, guy, muscle-bound guy comes in or a guy with a certain talent of skills. I have a particular set of skills. You know, the whole, you know. So I think he'd be perfect for almost any kind of action adventure. I mean, some of his dramas I like, and I think he's really good in comedy. So I think he's in all around. If he could sing and dance, he'd be, you know, <laughs> It's <laughs> gonna be the remake of Singing in the Rain. If you smell da, 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 what the rock is cooking, <laughs> I will lay it to smack down on you and drop my people's elbow to the sternum, and then one, two, three hits you're out, and I'm the people's champ. Yeah, bad on the fly. <laughs> You like pie? It's my next single. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so I mean, eventually he'll get to a superhero role. Yeah. I think that sooner or later someone's going to go, let's get the rock involved. I mean, as far as I'm concerned, he fucking saved the Fast and Furious franchise. Yeah. He definitely saved the, the G.I. Joe franchise. Like, you compare that first movie with G.I. Joe Retaliation, which is the better movie? Retaliation. Yeah. You know why? The rock. rock. You know, he definitely, and Fast and Furious, that, you know, when he got involved, I was like, you know what, this actually made it fun again. So I think that sooner or later, not to reinvigorate well, it. I, don't, I, mean, me, well, I, agree with you. I agree with you. you know what? I agree with you about the G.I. Joe. The only thing about G.I. Joe 1, which I think would have been better if they didn't have the whole family-esque newing everybody at the well, end. Yeah. And revealing kind yeah, of thing. It that, definitely became like the Dallas of action flicks. Yeah. Like this is my ex fiance, and you know I killed her, and my bro- her brother is the bad guy. Yeah, and, yeah, I, I I agree. I didn't like the whole mech suits though, the whole uh, Tatum Channing uh, yeah. and Sean Way Marlon Wayans is fucking you know want to be RoboCops. <laughs> You know, like, oh, look, these things enhance my ability to run. Look, I'm running through the streets. But yeah, I'm so crazy. I don't know how to work this just yet. Oh, look, jump. Oh, I jump over the bus while the other guy goes through the bus because he's all quirky and doesn't know how to work it yet. Yeah, I just, there was just so many stuff that was just bad about it. It made me go, ooh, so close. <laughs> You know, and I felt like retaliation kind of was like more of a retaliation for going, you know what, that first movie, we're going to retaliate against it and make it better. You know? <laughs> I, I think that, you know, he, they did took, he took a very nice, fresh perspective by killing off everybody. Yeah. And getting a whole new crew. 
And I'm like, all right, I'm in. And the rock leading the charge, I'm in. Roadblock. Yeah? Like, yeah. Yeah. I just needed him to rhyme a little bit. <clears throat> Come on. <laughs> you don't need the rock. The rock rhyming is just kind of <laughs> rock and rhyme. What? He did enough of that in the WWE. <laughs> See, he would have great for it. it hey, he'd be perfect, but then again, people would, he would probably be considered um, criticized for doing that. Really? I think so, because, he's, you know, if you ever watch any of his promos for, you know, for his wrestling stuff, he's very, you know, like, he'll rhyme and he'll make jokes and stuff like that. But I think that if he was true to Roadblock's character, yeah. after a while, I'm sorry, I don't care who you are, I don't care how big you are, but if every time I talk to you, you got a fucking rhyme, I'm going to get annoyed with you. I'll be like, fuck you, I'm out of here. How, how about this? Rhyme orange. And leave. How about this one? Supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. Rhyme it, bitch. <laughs> like, you say, well, it sounds it. pretty pre- precocious. He'll find a way, too. <laughs> huh? He'll find a way, too. Cheryl precocious. Yeah. Atrocious. <laughs> Delicious. <laughs> I just, you know, yeah. I mean, after, if I had to listen to rock rhyme for like an hour and a half, I'd be kind of annoyed. I'd be like, what right. the, am I watching fucking G.I. Joe or Cat in the Hat? <laughs> no? Yeah, yeah, I got it. One fish, two fish, red fish, fuck you. <laughs> Stop rhyming. That's not how it goes. <laughs> I will not listen to you rhyme, no way. But please pass me those green eggs and ham. Because Sam I am. That is horrible. Exactly. See how annoying that is? How annoying that is? I didn't think, think it was annoying. I still was horrible. Yeah, exactly. And after what? How, how would you feel if I did that for an hour and a half? Bad rhymes. Because that's what it would be. You'd be some writer going, I know, we're going to make him rhyme. Let's have the rock rhyme. How funny would that be for an hour and a half? Make it stop. Yeah. Make it stop. I'm here to bust a cap in your ass, Cobra. I don't know, how do you really ride Cobra? See, there you go. Now if I'm we were serpent, put- I'd say no bra. <laughs> <laughs> Now I'm going to go put on my bathrobe. Yeah. (laughs) Cobra thinks... We need like a poet or something. Cobra thinks... They... Cobra thinks they shall pass. I'm going to put a boot right up their ass. Go Joe! (laughs) I was still bad. Exactly! Well, you know some stupid not... like. One of those fucking action guys, writers, who just basically just go, regurgitate, 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 one-liners. <laughs> you know? Uh, I just, yeah, they, they wouldn't be able to do it. You would need, like... No, sorry. No, no poetry. No poetry. That's basically what it is. It rhymes poetry. Rock does not do poetry. Well, he kind of did when he was the rock. But... <laughs> He kind of did, but he got past that. Yeah, he's beyond that. You know, he, it would make his character I think more humorous than action star. Right. I, I think. I think. Well, that's the thing. Roblox never had that many lines. 
Right. Yeah. So, and and there's good reason for that because even the writers know, fuck, if we're gonna have a whole, we're gonna have to do a lot of rhyming. Do you really want to do that? No. Let's just, let me just say like one or two lines. This is a Roblox episode. Fuck! Like, I no! Know, like, 20 minutes of Roblox material? Like, no! Uh, how do you ride Millennium? See, <laughs> 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 Eric is thinking. But that's exact, that look she gave would be an exact duplicate of the writer's room back in the 80s when they didn't have Google. <laughs> there would be a guy with a giant thesaurus of, you know, of, of you know, rhyming words going, Condominium, equilibrium, yeah, aquarium, compendium, yeah. delirium, Laurentium. I'm gonna fuck up your equilibrium, equilibrium titanium, by uranium. knocking you into the next millennium. <laughs> I like that one. <laughs> but first, I'm gonna kick your ass to the atrium. Yeah, that was bad. <laughs> And then I'm going to take my lithium. See? And I'm going to swing your ass like a pendulum. Stop, stop. Stop. My ears are bleeding. Stop. That's why I think Ryman Rock should... Ryman Rock is a good after-school special. (laughs) Kind of along the lines of Schoolhouse Rock. Yeah. Where the rock comes out and maybe sings you a little life lessons. Like how the bill's made. (laughs) You know, tell us about Congress, you know, in a rock and rhyming reason kind of thing. I'm the rock, and this is how you, I'm going to educate you on Congress and segregation. That's <laughs> not probably. Yeah, that is the rhyme. Look, I'm going to take a trip back into the past to show you guys how this country was built to last. Because we're going to go hang out with. Washington, and it's going to be a blast. Well, that's what's around Washington. A-A-B-A. Okay. <laughs> Am I the only one who paid attention and re- paid attention? Jesus paid Christ. Attention. <laughs> Making up my own rules now. <laughs> sure. No, paid attention is where they put bad uh, word word guys. <laughs> guys who weren't paying attention. Bad word you're guys. Going, you, got, you weren't paying attention, you're going to that. What was that? Penitentiary. Yeah, penitentiary. Not what it was supposed to be, but whatever. <laughs> so, all right. You got another article, articles? Sure. Let's go with this one. Del Toro reveals first details on what upcoming Pacific Rim animated series. I'm going to guess. Animated giant robot punching an animated giant monster in the face. That's right. Yeah. It's going to be the Jaegers versus the Kaijus. How dare you? Why are you going to make it racist? Oh, Kaijus. Kaijus. Sorry. I missed the Kai part. Okay. Big giant rabbis <laughs> fighting robots. Oi! It's not really big. It's not really big, big Jews. It's just the thing. Oh, it's just a bunch of little Jews fighting giant robots. Oi! Quick, get the scissors. We're going David to get with Goliath. We could do this one. Oi! Get me my sling. Wish, 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 bop, right man. Oi! Lachaim. Step on a glass <laughs> for good luck before they go out the battle. Mazel tov. Let's get the 
robots. Or something. What were they called? The Kaijus and the Kaijus and the Jaegers. Yeah. Oh, hey, let's get the yeah, let's get those Jaegers. Sounds a little too German for me. Uh yeah. <laughs> you know, let's round up a bunch of angry Jews and let's get them. Oi! <laughs> get Shlomo. He's good with the sling. <laughs> <laughs> Never again! Whoosh, whoosh, whoosh. Pop right in the night. You know, just a rock. Ding, ding. <laughs> Oy vey. We really think we're in a lot of a sugar nigga. Nah. <laughs> they, you know, they tie all their, we call it. Oh, God. I'm, fuck. I'm a, I'm a bad Jew because I forget all the. the I'm no clue what he's Talus. I think they're called. Tie them all together and do a big giant lash. So it'd be like Luke Skywalker tying their legs together, and they go see the Jaegers doing a whoop, 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 whoop. like a giant at at or STST, ATST, like oh, boom, the chicken walk <laughs> falls on the ground, and a bunch of Jews with their canes going whack, 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 stay down, Jaeger, never again, oi, oi. Sounds like a nightmare he had or something. Yeah. Problem, the only problem he's is, see, I don't this. even know what to say at this. But see, the problem is, though, the Jaegers would eventually win because all we had to do was just plan attack from Friday night to sundown to Saturday night to sundown. Because during the Sabbath, they don't do anything. All the electricity is off and everything. So you can... No, but that's, that's, that's when they have the cultural Jews come in. No, no, you. I'm talking like the Orthodox Jews. Yeah, I know. Like, the Orthodox Jews are like, oh, the cultural Jews can go. No, down. they don't get along. So that's the thing. It's, uh, you don't know. Like, no, you, but you like, don't think that they would. They would all they, band together. They would one. bond together, band together to take out the Jaegers. No, I, I think they would. You would need a Moses. It's a common person. enemy. <laughs> It'd be like Jews in space. <laughs> yeah, just a bunch of. Yeah, they're all in the black hats. You know? I don't even know where to go with that. You know? <laughs> Jews in space! Yeah, just a bunch of... Oi! Let's get them! The Pacific Rim! What do you know? Pacific Rim! Here we go. We know you're wishing that we go away! But the Yankers are here and here, then they're here to stay. <laughs> um. <laughs> that was great. See? Come you have no idea, do you? Is there so one part one? You know, I've only seen that movie like once. Oh! There's a little notch out of her geek card. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I know. Right now, a bunch of history home part one fans are like, brilliant! <laughs> just have Mel Brooks come out. Hey, talk about it. What do you say? I just got back from the art of the fate. Art of the fate? What's an art of the fate? It's what you shouldn't do, but you, you do anyway. What you ought to do, but you do anyway. Sorry. Who knows? Talk to my widow book! <laughs> I feel like I need to go home and watch this. There's a big giant gamer on this guy. He caught the, the whole. Someone pulls his arm and. The, sh- 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 <laughs> it's three wheels. Three wheels. 
with all these juice and <laughs> the fall like that. For, but there's three that they're saying they go up, and all this money comes flashing. Put it in the car. Just adds half the Pacific Rim. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so I'm looking forward to that anyway, series. I think you killed Ed. <laughs> uh, well, they're 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 working on it right, right now. It's like they're negotiating with a lot of different anime J- Japanese anime companies. Yeah, you're gonna have to go, you're gonna have to go yeah. uh, anime with that. And they're looking for a lot of showrunners that have a lot of. Strong I'll run the show. <laughs> sure, I need the job. You know, I'll be a showrunner. I run the show from there to there. But they, of course, they're looking for ones with strong anim- animation background. Mm. No problem. I've been doodling since I was five. Uh. <laughs> with a pencil? Yeah. Oh, okay. And sometimes pee when it's snowing out. <laughs> Look, I drew Calvin and Hobbes. I, I, what do you call it? I can stop and start, and I can, I can print my name in the snow. <laughs> you know how hard that is? <laughs> it's not just all cursive. It's S, stop. H, stop. <laughs> you know, each and he says stop when he stops. That's too. right. That's, that's how I talk my penis. Stop. <laughs> Go. Go. <laughs> That's right. Sometimes it makes him cry to get up. No. His penis humiliates him. <laughs> no. He's popping out at the wrong times. <laughs> it's always standard attention for people who don't deserve it. <laughs> always saluting people. I'm like, he doesn't deserve saluting. <laughs> Stop that. Stop it. I don't care what she looks like. <laughs> She's your boss. <laughs> Stop it. That's just the ice cream truck. Hold <laughs> on, oh, there's a name for that. <laughs> Arousal of a. <laughs> That's called pedophilia. <laughs> if some guy... Oh, I thought you were talking about eating. <laughs> no, I'm saying if, if a guy's dick is getting hard because they heard an ice cream truck coming by, it's definitely a sign of pedophilia, I think. Because all the little kids are going... I was it was a sign that you just really fucking like ice cream. Because all the little... This on really because all fucking. the little kids go right to there. You're there, you're knocking them out of the way. Get out of the way, this is mine! <laughs> Look at this hard one. Get out of the way, kids! Bank, bank, knock him in the head as you're running by because you're running out pantless. Here we go. Back up, kid. You gotta be this tall to ride. Cytophilia. Sexual arousal from food. Populated by a guy named Sid. Uh, that's how they that's how they created it. Some guy Sid just was rolling around in all the food in one day in the market naked going, ah, 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 give me more jello. Ah. Who's that guy? That's Sid, he's a little fucking crazy. He loves playing the food. Yeah, is a, you know, isn't there like a term? Yeah, philia. It's Sidophilia. It only happens to guys named Sid. <laughs> There's also skediophilia, which is love or sexual arousal to cartoon characters or situations. 
Okay, hold on. I think that's that's about twenty. Sean's got it. Okay, number one, uh, Josie and the Pussycats. Yeah. Um, Daphne from Scooby Doo. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Daphne was hot. Okay, I don't think she was drawn that well, but go ahead. Did you? Come on, don't tell me you got a little funny feeling every time Bugs Bunny dressed up as a chick. No. <laughs> 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 you know, you all had the tight, you know, the platform heels, always do person. <laughs> Tuxedo mask. Yeah. Yeah. See? <laughs> Anyone else? Um, cartoons, cartoons, cartoons. Um, nah. I mean, I would probably, well, I mean, okay. Dude, you gotta tell me that when you watch Heavy Metal, the, the original, the whole topless chick on the fucking dragon, <laughs> that doesn't get you going, it's kind of sexy. <laughs> I didn't say that. Well, that means I, don't, I, don't try and pin this on me, buddy. Like, I'm not the one going, yeah, I spank it to the Powerpuff Girls. <laughs> 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 that bubbles really <laughs> cracks my knob. <laughs> oh, I just do say it. it. I do it. Nothing like the Josie and the Pussycat. Mm. Yeah, about seventy-five percent of our our listenership has a yeah a sked sked eye. If you, I'm know. sitting here. Yeah, you're obviously willing to look at it again, even though it's an animated creature. Oh, we call it Jessica Rabbit. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. So uh, I think the argument is now done and won. Yeah. I'm there, not, I'm, there's I'm, my. There's I was my, never arguing with you. I didn't say. Got, you know, I know you have a list. Uh, you know, I, I understand the, f- the 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 fetish. Yeah, I'm not saying I'm like waist deep in it. Going, oh yeah, let me see those hooters, Jessica Rabbit. <laughs> no, I'm saying that's a sexy animated creature. I would yeah. kick her out of bed in my fictional, in my in my Roger Rabbit world. Yeah, if we could live or a uh, cool world. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was uh, oh, Kim Basinger. Kim Basinger, was, yeah, yeah and um, character, character's name. Yeah, was the other guy? You know? um, so there you go. I mean, I'm not like I'm not going. Oh, um, Bugs Bunny's girlfriend, Lola, I think her name is. You ever see her? <laughs> yes, she was a cute rabbit. She's a cute little bunny rabbit. Everyone's. It's like I don't know why he's mm. like he's getting so too cute. much humor out of it. <laughs> There's certain characters I agree with you, but it's just certain ones that you're mentioning. That's really a rabbit. It's the attitude. <laughs> I love the attitude. The, the, the little sassy. She's sassy. I always like the gargoyles. Not yeah. that I imagined doing anything. I just thought they <laughs> were... same, thing, same thing about what's your face. Yeah, no, they're always hard. <laughs> you have a point there, my friend. <laughs> You'll never be disappointed. No Viagra for me, bitches. <laughs> uh oh, he's pulling something up. Oh, just, uh. Bugs Bunny, yeah, Lola. Yeah, see, Lola Bunny. Yeah, she's cute. I should really Google and, and shade images. Um, there's a couple, there's a couple cute ones. You know, talk amongst yourselves. <laughs> talk amongst yourselves. What about you, Ed? What about huh? me? Um,. Well, I mean, like the more human ones, yeah, you know, like Josie the Pussycats or, uh, um, I'm trying to think now, off the top of my head. Come on, look how cute she is. She's adorable. <laughs> yeah. You know? <laughs> well, it's just funny because it's, it's like a, it's a sexified picture of her bend over. The well, she's doing the bed because she was in Space Jam. Yeah. Space Jam stuff. 
Um, let's see. There is one. Oh, come on. Look, there she is kissing Bug. Come on, she's adorable. <laughs> Let's see, there is. I'm not saying she's not cute. Don't get me wrong. I mean, just not. Like... Come on, look, look at that one. There, she's getting honey poured on her butt. <laughs> see, so some people, some people sexualize. <laughs> Eric, you gotta see this one. Hold on, I'm, con- <laughs> I'm connected. <laughs> see, it's kind of sexy. She's like, yeah, not bad. <laughs> see, Eric is with me on that one. Well, I mean, if you go to, like, U-Porn, there's an entire section of, of cartoon porn. Yeah, yeah. I saw one. It was Homer and Marge getting it on. It was, like, the same three scenes over and over again. And one of them, I think, was a clip of him eating donuts that they used for him coming. <laughs> yeah. So I'm sitting there going, wait, I know that episode. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Let's see. Uh, so there is one that's really super sexualized that I have. That you have? Yeah, like I thought, I think it's a cute picture. Okay. It's her over Bugs Bunny's lap, and he's spanking her. Like, her, her butt's little right. red. Yeah. It's cute. I just, for some reason, can't find it. <laughs> right? I, I would say, you know, here, let's go. Uh, Bugs Bunny. <laughs> spanking it. <laughs> I'm saying right now, people going, What? Okay, here it is on a t-shirt. Why it's on a t-shirt, I have no idea. But, see, look. Somebody wanted it on their chest. Uh, you know what? Uh, okay. Would you I, wear that? You know what? Yeah, I probably would. Okay. I, I would, you know what? I'd wear it at Comic-Con. <laughs> that is a Comic-Con t-shirt because it's so out there. Yeah. But I think everyone has seen that image of her with the tan butt over Bugs Bunny's knees. I'm surprised it's the only picture that I can find of it. Yeah. That's weird. I mean, there's bugs sitting on her lap, but they're just sitting. There's no spanking involved. Let's see. Let me do this. Let me try this. Let's Here try you go. Right. Here you go. Bugs. For you guys. Bunny. Um, we flipped. Oh, yeah. Je- yeah, I've seen that picture. Yeah. Jessica Rabbit and... Uh, and the chick... And Hollywood. Uh, that's it. Hollywood. That's right. The cool world. <laughs> that is a good picture. No, come back. What picture are you looking at? No, <laughs> flip back over to my Facebook. Oh. Son of a bitch! It's on there now! Uh-huh. <laughs> it's got uh, the Google Glass. I was focusing on our buttocks. <laughs> yeah, I, I. Okay, well, here's a black and white version of it. Yeah. See? It's cute. It's semi erotic. Yeah. You know, it's just, it's, you know. Again, with the color one, you can see her, her butt's a little on the red reddish side, but, right. you know, I'm saying it's a sexy picture. I'm not jacking off to no, it, okay. but I can just kind of go, you know what, that's a sexy image. Yeah. I'm securing my manhood to be appreciating a sexually erotic image and be okay with it. Okay. You know, it might be a little different if he was spanking Bugs Bunny. I mean, if he was spanking <laughs> that duck. You know, if Mar, if we call it if Gossamer, the big red-headed monster was spanking bugs, I'd be a little, hey, that's uncalled for. I don't yeah. know. That sounds a little kinky to me. That's what I'm saying. I, I might watch that. You know, here she is in like a little sexy, like Playboy Bunny-esque kind of yeah. pose. I mean, so people have taken her and have sexualized her. 
here's a blatant Bugs Bunny banging Jessica Rabbit, <laughs> naked and all. I mean, okay, now this is a little much. The guy actually got it tattooed on his arm. <laughs> wow. Yeah, that's a. I don't know if I could walk around with that on my tattoo. Tattooed on my forearm. Yeah, that's how much of a fan of Bugs Bunny Lola I am. I got him spanking her. You know, look, see, there's a scene where she's bending over. See, she's obviously meant to be drawn sexually. So why not be mature and go, all right, right. you win. She's a sexually charged bunny rabbit. Well, Bugs Bunny... Is that's the kind of guy, girl, he needs. All right. It's like, all right, just kind of wrap it up. I'm tired of living half-naked bunnies. As I'm sitting over here Googling Cool World. Yeah. I've fallen into a hole. Yep. I'm not ashamed to admit that. Did you see the movie? About a bajillion years ago. When it came out, it came <coughs> out like 92 or something. Um, I think so. I was way underage. Like my, I mean, my family <laughs> let me watch horror movies, but they never would have let me watch that. I saw it once when I was like 18 or 19. Which was kind of bizarre because I don't think, I honestly don't I remember. It was a bad movie, but it wasn't that bad. Like you were like, yeah, like you never saw her having sex. Or... I, I mean, I always wanted to see it when I was a kid. Like I thought it looked. 92. So I was 10 years old when it came out. I mean, like I said, my family would let me see horror films, you know, but there's no way in hell they would have let me see something like Cool World. I, I'm, Not I, at that time, anyway. I saw it down the shore, actually. I, I don't I don't know who I went with. I know I didn't go by myself. I probably went with my friends. Or maybe it was like a Wildwood thing, kind of thing. I actually had a pay a friend to go see it with me. Pay a friend? Let me guess, Dave. No. Oh. This guy, John. Uh, okay. But, uh... Yeah, because like, nobody would see it because they thought it was going to be like a bad movie. And mm. I'm like, it's anime in, in real life. To me, it was like one of those kind of movies like Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Yeah. It was like, it's like like cool technology. I mean, this is going to be it like kind of thing. And I don't remember was... a whole lot of it, but I don't remember it being a, 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 like an overly terrible movie. <laughs> I know it had Brad Pitt in it. Yeah. I just remember half the audience leaving during the Really? Movie. Yes. Wow. It was that like You know, uh, I also remember really loving the soundtrack. My my life yeah. the thrill, my life with the Thrill Kill Colts doing a couple songs I on remember, it. Yeah, I remember the soundtrack from it. Yeah. Um it, it was Kim Basinger, Gabriel Byrne, Brad Pitt, um Frank Sinatra was in it playing himself. Wow. Um Maurice LaMarche was one of the voice actors. That's Frank uh, Welker the, that, was that was Pinky by the way. Uh, uh, that was the brain. The, um, that was the, the guy who did the voice for the brain. Okay. Uh, Charlie Adler, Candy Milo, Joey Kamen, uh, Janine Jennings, Michael Lally, Patrick Piney, and Greg Snegall. Is there like they a, were all the voice actors? Is there like a um, a, what do you call it? A like Rotten Tomatoes rating? Uh, let me find out for you. I mean, because I remember enjoying the movie. Uh, I just, I mean, I guess you know, I wouldn't actually call. Ooh, it. Oh, oh. I guess it was like what 10, 12? You wish four. Really? You uh, know, let me see how many reviews it's out of. It, it's definitely like an acquired taste. I kind of look at it more. Of, All right, there's only forty five reviews on it. Right. So I, I was. That's kind of really, kind of really more before the the uh, Rotten Tomatoes really came yeah. out. Yeah. I mean, it has. And... Yeah, it's probably because of the people who would probably. Yeah, like yeah. to me, it's always always like an acquired taste. IMDb has a four point seven out of ten. Yeah, like I said it's 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 okay movies. To me, okay movies are like at five. Yeah, and probably people yeah. are probably maybe 
probably got a bad review because back then, I think the sexualization of an animated creature or character, I think, was still might be a little bit too risque. Uh, you know what? I think it was cute and tawdry because Roger Rabbit came in eighty eight. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, you go four years later, mm-hmm. you have. Hollywood and and you interact with like they kind of it was like more of an adult version of who from Roger Rabbit yeah yeah and I think that a lot of people kind of like went okay well it was cute and tawdry with Ro- Jessica because it was done kind of tongue in cheek versus the overt sexualism of Holly yeah. right where I think a lot of people might have been kind of like that whole what's that pet that philia called um stuff uh. Skediophilia. Yeah, I, I think that that people are were a little bit like, oh, you know what? I I don't like this movie because I'm attracted to an, an animated person. Right. Like it, it's almost considered like, hey, let's watch anime porn. You know, like that kind of low end. I mean, I have no problem with anime porn. It just it involves usually like tentacles. Right. Or <laughs> some some woman with yeah. a a twelve inch cock. That's just I'm like I. Please explain to me. And there's always some sort of demon involved. Like yeah. I don't. I like. Can you just have like, like, hey, look, I'm a neighbor, and I'm having to have a sexual activity with my other neighbor. Woo! Kind of. Like, can't you just kind of vanilla that down a little bit? <laughs> like you go from zero to technical porn in like thirty seconds. Like yo, no, no, ease me into it. Like you know, I don't just you know. I just think like it's one of those things like. Hey, all right, look, they're all cute and fun. They're... I want to start out with some easy porn, just one guy, one girl, and then we'll go from there. You know what? <laughs> then we'll build to the, well, cra- the 20, crazy demon 15, tentacle 20 dungeon of porn. That, I, I'm um, sure I get tired. Look, I get Bring the whole, tentacle. you're in high school and you're experimenting the with the and all. Dildo, with, the, uh, with the penis. Yeah, you got the, the, the nerd falling in love with like the cheerleader. So you kind of, you know, you have them kind of spanking it in a few kind of <laughs> scenes, like underneath the bleachers while she's doing her cheerleading thing. And she's dating the, you know, the football star quarterback. And then, you know, there's a scene of the two of them having sex to, to establish their relationship. Right. And then, you know, you get the nerdy guy dealt fine on like a necronomy kind, kind of book. And yeah. he opens it up and here comes a voluptuous Demon-esque, you know. She doesn't need the, the the big penis. She doesn't need to be all scaly and scary. You make her look kind of hot. Maybe like some horns and some wings. And she bangs him. He gets like some sort of demon power to get the girl. But then the girl winds up being a, sacrifi- a sacrifice to the demon queen. And that's when she pulls out like the 20-foot cock that somehow enters her vagina and comes out her mouth. And the chick still lives. You know, like, <laughs> and then you know the nerd basically has to kind of team up with his best gal pal, who he never really realized had a crush on him this whole time. You know, because even though it's, that was established by her double click on her mouse while he's helping her with computer issues, you know, and then you know it seems like an overly elaborate porno. <laughs> no, you can do this in people an hour. Watch, and a half. I think you've seen this five already. minutes. You know, and then. At the end, you know, okay, the, the, what do you call it, the cheerleader chick dies, because she has to. <laughs> the demon gets defeated by the, 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 you know, the team of the nerd and the nerdette, you know, working together. 
And then that's where she tells him, like, just when she's on the precipice of death herself, she tells him, I always loved you. And then he somehow gets the internal struggle in him to save the day and win the girl. And then there's the fuck scene at the end. Because <laughs> what happens when you go through tr- emotional trauma like that? Someone needs to get laid. I've always It's won. true. Uh, yep. The princess is in another castle. No, absolutely never <laughs> game. You know, the two nerds fall in love because of the trauma. They, you know, it's like it's like at the end of Die Hard, and you go through a traumatic experience. You hook up with the person who's closest to you. And horror movies do that too. Yeah, right. It's it's a it's a it's a trope of movies. Yeah. You know, there's never the next day when you go, oh my god, how 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 fucked up was yesterday? I jumped out of the building. Just holy crap. You know, and after a week, you know, the argument goes, yeah, yeah, I heard that. You're still, I still need fucking shit in the house. We're starving. Go shopping. Why aren't you cleaning up the place? Why don't you get a job? I don't need a job. I saved the world twice. <laughs> oh, you think that's going to get you laid? It didn't bother you when we first met. <laughs> you know... <laughs> That's the sitcom follow-up to the porno. <laughs> yeah, that's the that's the reality check. The, uh, the untold story of the the geek and the cheerleader. We'll call it a tentacle this, nerd. <laughs> <laughs> this is probably like aged for Sean at age twelve writing these. <laughs> writing these. They're already written. He's got volumes of volumes. See now, fucking. See now, with show running like that, sign me up for that Pacific Rim cartoon. <laughs> I'm gonna have Jaegers fighting kaiju's in any you know within the first five minutes. Robotic penis is dropping. Yeah, out, and they're pew 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 pew. Fucking the kaiju. Kaiju has like venomous vaginas and shooting acid <laughs> teeth. People are going, something's really disturbed with that guy. Who wrote that? <laughs> Acid spewing vaginas? Yeah, he's a big fan of Alien. Ah. <laughs> he figures, you know, in order for it to be a real Alien movie, you need acids for blood or venom or something. But out of the JJ? Go figure. <laughs> Kids love the toys. <laughs> <laughs> All walking around with like squirt guns. <laughs> they have no clue. That... And then they grow up. No wonder we're so fucked up. It's going to be children of the 80s all over again. Pacific Rim, the market, <laughs> the merchandising. Look at this little kaiju of a JJ. <laughs> it's adorable. <laughs> May the yogurt be with you. (laughs) I think we should leave on that note. Uh, All right, well, um, as always, catch us live on Sunday nights from 7 to 10, sometimes later, depending on how the mood takes us, on AquanetRadio.com, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, and iTunes Radio. Just try Aquanet Radio on those apps. Don't forget to go to our Facebook page, Geeksters, and like us. Or you can go to our wordsweekgeeks.com page to find out where we're available in download form. And also, in a way to contact us, 
And if you want to contact Ed, you can contact him at ed at wordswithgeeks.com. Or you can contact Erica at erica at wordswithgeeks.com. Or you can contact Sean at sean at wordswithgeeks.com. And I think we shall call it a week, and we'll see you again. Bye! And we're back, everybody. How are you? How you doing? Did you have a good time? Did you laugh? We hope you did. If you didn't, sorry, we'll try better next week. <laughs> if you laugh for most of it, eh, let me put it this way. I kind of consider if you, you know, 60% of it was funny, we pass. So it's, a, it's a degrading. You know, it's enough to go, you know what, these guys are kind of funny. Maybe they just hit it off night. Let's, let's listen to them again next week. You know, let's go ahead and kind of look at it. Yeah. Because I've heard some podcasts where it's like a 20% entertaining, so... I'm always like, you know, as long as we're like 60%. I've heard zero. Yeah, so I mean. I heard some are 100. Yeah, and yeah. Kevin Smith always delivers. It's always 100. Yeah. But I'm just saying, it's one of those, like, if you thought we were 60% funnier, that's a win. Yeah. So we hope you listen to us next week or catch us live on AquanetRadio.com, iTunes Radio, Tuned In, or Our Heart Radio. Just search for Aquanet Radio, and that's at? On Sunday. At <laughs> at <laughs> planted that seed in earlier. <laughs> it worked. So yeah, it's AquanetRadio.com, TuneIn Radio, iHeartRadio, iHeartRadio, and t- iTunes Radio, and it's AquanetRadio.com on Sunday nights from seven to ten p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I said that an awful lot. Yeah, I just kind of rambled every place we did three times. <laughs> but I was maybe got OCD. Maybe I do. Maybe I do. <laughs> Maybe I do. <laughs> Hold on, let me tip the mic. <laughs> so, um, but don't forget, um, go to our Geeksters page and like us if you haven't, or at least follow us on Twitter, you know, at Geeksters. Um, or you can go to our website, wordswithgeeks.com, to download or stream our show or. Um, read up on any stuff that we're doing or promoting or talking about. Or if you want to just contact Sean, you can contact Sean at wordswithgeeks.com. You can contact Ed at ed at wordswithgeeks.com. Or you can contact Erica at erica at wordswithgeeks.com. I was going to add that you can, you know, look on the about page where to find us if iTunes and our webpage is not convenient for oh, either I, of you. The way, the way you were pausing, I thought you were like losing. Like, no, where am uh, I going now? I okay. knew where I was going. I was saying it slow enough so the people at home can either jot it down oh, or, okay. or make a note of it you know, yeah. on their phones or, oh, their, or their device. You know? Jeez. Usually they're not that slow, so that's why. I'm trying to pace myself because I feel like, one, I don't since I don't listen to the show after we've done recording... I really don't know how I come across. Sometimes I think I talk too fast. Sometimes I don't think I really enunciate what I should because of our accents. Yeah. Yeah, like since we, we gained, what, two new countries this past week? Yes, Malaysia and uh, Spain. Right. So I would think that if these people are listening to us, hopefully they have a good concept of hearing the English language. But I don't want them to think that we all talk like mumbling, stuttering pricks. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we do talk like mumbling, stumbling, bricks. Right, but I like to at least try to kind of the important information. I like to kind of ease up on to make sure they get it. Okay, because they're gonna go. Well, what was Ed's email again? It's Ed at wordswithgeeks dot com. All right. How do I get a hold of Sean? 
It's Sean at wordsweekies.com. I'm okay with saying my own email. Okay. All right. Mr. All high and mighty now. Damn it, I enunciate. I'm becoming more professional. I shall pronunciate <laughs> like an English actor. It was Shakespeare. To be or not to be? That is the question. Well, it is nobler in the mind's eye to take these slings and arrows or to lay down. I don't know what the rest is. I, just, <laughs> it's just, I knew to stick the slings and arrows. Or, <laughs> I asked Paul Yorick. I knew him well. I knew him well, Horatio. <laughs> All right. On that note. That was wonderful. Bravo. I loved that. Oh, it was great. Well, it was pretty good. Well, it wasn't bad. Well, there were parts of it that weren't very good, It though. could have been a lot better. I didn't really like it. It was pretty terrible. It was bad. It was awful. It was terrible. Get him away.